0: Coming to you from QT4CM.org, this is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. I often think about the ways to perfect how I am going to ask donors to support me and partner with me. But I don't spend a lot of time thinking about why they actually give to me, why they, they say yes and support, support me on a monthly basis or one time or quarterly or whatever they choose to do. And the fine folks at Support Raising Solutions wrote a fantastic article recently called A Ministry Partner Perspectives, Why We Give and Keep on Giving. The author of the article just talks about how a pastor had recently challenged him to consider the perspective of those on the quote-unquote outside of his ministry, i.e. those who financially support him. And he just talks about how him and his wife had been giving to missionaries their entire married life and this pastor that he was talking to exposed an issue that they'd never considered. Um, So in the article, he just removes his support raising hat and puts on a ministry partner hat. And he shares four reasons why he would support um, any of you and keep on supporting you. And the number one reason he talks about is you cared enough to step out in faith and ask us. Just as the number one reason people visit a church for the first time is because someone invited them. And he 's increasingly convinced that this is a significant reason why become, people become ministry partners, and I 've experienced that myself. I've had people uh, hint and say, "Hey, if you ask me to support you, I will support you." And don't discount anyone. Com- ask them, even if they say, "No, that's okay." Um, I've had some donors that f- couldn't financially support me at that time, but then I, but have expressed interest. So about a year later, I'll approach them again to ask if they're still interested and if that time they're able to, um, to support me then. The second reason he talks about is you regularly, you regularly communicate with us in a way that makes it easy for us. The missionaries that they support have represented both the good and bad of this principle. Most of those who, we, who support us send monthly newsletters via mail or email This makes it easy for us to share as a family and integrate the prayer requests into our daily quiet time. And I've talked a lot about donor stewardship and taking care of your donors. And it really, really does go a long way to make sure your donors know that you're appreciative, you make sure your donors know the impact their donation has, and that they haven't been forgotten. Uh, The third reason he talks about is your continual thanking us shows us you really do value our partnership and make. And makes this a difference in your ministry. It makes a huge statement that we are considered as true ministry partners, not just as financial donors. When you tell us this in your newsletter about something God has done in your personal life through the ministry, then express gratitude that it would not have been possible without our support. It reinforces you consider us to be a vital part of the ministry yourself. And again, I sound like a bit of a broken record with this, but I so agree with his point here you have to make your donors feel like it's a partnership that it's not just um it's not like it's not just an investment it's not just here's here's my ten dollars a month or or whatever it is, but that it's an actual partnership and and that that becomes real when you communicate that when you thank them when you you have that initial thank you card, but you go the step further and the thank you sorry in the newsletters like he's talking about um, even in the emails and other touch points of communications throughout the year. And his fourth and final point is keeping us aware of what's going on in your family life reinforces you consider our relationship to be per- personal and not just ministerial. We understand our partnership is about reaching people with the gospel and advancing God's kingdom. But one of the reasons we partner with you in this ministry is because we believe in you and care for you, not just about the things you do. He goes into more detail in his in his article. So I would suggest that you... the link. Yeah, that you visit the article. The link will be below in the show notes. And to consider and even reach out to your donors and ask, why do you give? Why do you keep on giving to me? What will, um, maybe not wording it in this way, but like what will keep you giving to me? What matters? What do you want to hear? Do you want to hear more um, personal prayer requests? Do you want to hear more impact stories? Because some donors like to hear more the organizational stuff over the personal stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. So finding out what your donors want to hear and tailoring your communication to them. Uh, If you guys have any questions about anything in this podcast or any questions you you have that wants answered, just go to the website and leave a voicemail there and stay tuned for next week.
1: That was Anna Burns of the Great Commission Foundation. You can find the links to Anna's articles and newsletter through our show notes at qt4cm.org. And we would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management administrative services to ministries and handles charity donation receipting and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. You can get the show notes for this episode at qt4cm.org. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. We would value your feedback by taking our one-question survey. You'll find the link in our show notes at qt4cm.org. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.